What's up, everybody? Before we get into the episode, I just want to tell you fast kind about our sponsors here at the podcast. First, we got the Grow Guru Hawaii. If you've ever wanted to grow your own medical cannabis, hit up my boy Kale at the Grow Guru on Instagram, and he can set you up and take care of you and teach you all you need to know. And you can stop fucking around with overpriced dispensaries or shady black market deals and start growing your own medicine and you know hawaii is probably going to be rec legal soon so you might as well grow your own recreation but thanks Kale, for sponsoring the podcast <laughs> fucking next we got pakalolo seed of molokai uh check out my boy bong of pakalolo seed on instagram or pakalolo seed on instagram you can also find their seeds on the attitudeseedbank.com and puresativa.com so once you've gotten all your knowledge and shit from Kalei, you can go hit up Bong and put the two together and make a happy third, which would be you smoking your own medicine. Lovely. Next, we got Retro Designs from Hawaii. My boy Jerry has got you covered in the throwback clothes department. You know, if you're into fucking 90s and 80s styles of local Hawaii clothes, Make sure you hit up my boy Jerry at Retro Hawaii on Instagram. He's also the owner of Campania Lures, so check out his website and look for the Retro Hawaii section. And last and definitely not least, we got Audible.com. If you go to audibletrial.com backslash voices from the planet, you can get yourself a free 30-day trial of Audible.com. They got a ton of fucking Audible books. Audible? Audiobooks. Right. And... With your 30-day trial, you get one free audiobook download that you get to keep, even if you don't keep the subscription. So once again, that is audibletrial.com black, black slash, backslash voices from the planet. All right, that's it. Short and sweet. Let's get into this episode. Love you guys. Peace. Welcome back to another episode of Voices from the Planet. I am your host, Eric. Thank you again for joining me. I know it's been another week without a podcast, but I feel like I'm maybe spiraling. I've hit the halfway point through the year, and I've been pretty consistent on a weekly basis, recording and uploading a podcast. And after all the shit I was talking like two weeks ago, or the podcast maybe two weeks ago, burp, excuse me, now I'm the one who's fucking up and not being consistent after all that shit. So, anyways, I'm fucking back. I'm in the car on my way to work on a Monday. 
fucking driving in. <sighs> I can't believe, I mean, I can believe, I'm not surprised actually that I've been missing so many podcasts lately. I've just been fucking tired. It's the summer. I really got no fucking excuses. To be completely honest, I don't even really want to be recording this right now. But I'm trying to just do it anyways because I know I need to do these podcasts for myself to keep myself from going crazy because when I don't do it, all I'm thinking is about how shitty I am for not doing it. So better something than nothing, I guess. But it's hard, man. Fuck. You know, I got a family. I got a full-time job. I'm sure some of you can relate where maybe your hobby or the thing you like to do for fun takes a backseat sometimes to priorities. And I think that's completely fine as long as you don't like completely let go of it, which I'm not planning on doing. I'm not going to stop the podcast just because I missed a couple weeks, you know, but in the past I've seen how I can spiral into you know, screwing up a little and then thinking like, fuck, I fucked it up. And then, so you don't do it the next time. And then that just um, compounds upon itself. And eventually you're not doing it at all because of the the time in between the last time you did it has been so great that you feel like it's too big of a, a period of absence to even return. But you can always come back. You're always welcome back at Voices from the Planet. And that goes for myself too. Sometimes you got to remind yourself that, you know, you're welcome back and give yourself a little grace because nobody's fucking perfect. And maybe I shouldn't have been so harsh on the last or whatever podcast that was. Um, so maybe this is kind of coming off as an apology If I offended anybody, maybe this is my karma now. I don't fucking know, man. But I really want to keep doing these podcasts. And I have nothing to fucking talk about. Other than the fact that I've been fucking off lately. And not doing the podcasts. Like, you know, I want to do on a more regular basis. But yeah, the drive to work. I have no kids in the car today, so... I'm making it happen. I'm sure I've said it a million times, but one thing I don't want this podcast to become is an inconvenience to, like, my wife or my kids where it's taking my time away from them. Or, yeah, great, something like that. But I'm, you know, opting to do the podcast rather than spend time with them. And it's hard because I have one son who's four years old who doesn't go to sleep at a normal four-year-old hour. So sometimes he's up as late as us and where I'm just waiting for him to go to bed because I'm fucking tired. And it gets to be too late and, you know, I'm not trying to... I mean, I guess if I could, fuck. But sometimes, honestly, I'm just tired. I want to go to bed too and I'm waiting for him to go to sleep. So they don't happen then. But Monday nights is when I try to do them. Um, right now it's Monday morning, so maybe I'm jumping. I'm ahead of the game here, but we'll see how this one comes out. If if you're listening to this 
version of this episode, then that means I didn't record something else after. And I decided this was good enough. Good enough. You know, I don't even know. So we're back up to like triple digit fucking corona cases in Hawaii and they're talking about implementing another two week lockdown which is perfect timing because we're all about to return to school uh, the first week of August so we'll see if kids start going back in person I mean we were back in person towards the ends of last school year and summer school so I don't know man it's like all these cases all of a sudden they're blaming it on the 4th of July weekend which okay maybe but like so I'm assuming that majority of these cases are from unvaccinated people which is fine because you know if people don't want to get the vaccination that's completely their choice my body my choice but I was thinking like if the number of people who are getting the the virus now and you know they're healthy because we're not having very many deaths it's like one death you know here and there but all so if all these people are getting and surviving and getting over it then now they've developed immunity to it and that should increase our number of herd immunity they're they're still stuck on this 70 percent vaccination rate for everybody including the population of Hawaii that's not even eligible for the vaccination which I learned recently but so how we're never going to get 70% of the population when over 30% of the population can't even get the vaccine but if all these people are getting it and they get better then we're increasing the herd immunity and I'm assuming that if you were to you know include the number of people who got and and gotten over the virus like our number is probably way over 70 percent already and with these recent increases i mean that's pushing us closer to even more herd immunity so sometimes i wonder like what the fucking deal is because we're never going to hit that 70 almost I mean, I wonder what the population percent of people who have gotten it are. Because they say case, you know, like case numbers. We have like over 1,500 active cases of COVID-19 right now. So blah, blah, blah. But like they're, you know, 300 more every day. But people are getting over it, that means. Because we're not having thousands of deaths. And even if you get the fucking vaccine, you could still get it and pass it on to somebody. But it just makes you less sick. So this whole selling point of you're doing it to protect your neighbors and whatever this fucking bullshit i'm just sick of that i'm actually sick of fucking hearing how many new cases we have every day i'm just done i don't give a fuck i don't think anybody really cares anymore like they're just they're the ones keeping it in the collective consciousness of the masses i think most people are just fucking over it already we want to get back to normal and we had uh First Lady Jill Biden visit Oahu over the weekend. She went to Waipahu High School where they have a vaccination clinic set up. So she went and visited to help push the propaganda of getting everybody vaccinated. And apparently some protesters showed up and were telling her to go home 
which I find hilarious. One person asked about, like, you know, what she thinks about Hawaii being an illegally occupied nation by the United States. And she had responded to something like, she she hasn't seen or heard any of that pain or feelings as during her time here. But she's with the fucking governor. She's with all the politicians. Of course she's not going to fucking hear from the people that they're sick of, you know, whatever their feelings might be that regarding the the current status of Hawaii in regards to the United States. But a lot of people would say that, you know, she's a fucking moron and she should do her fucking research or don't answer fucking questions. <laughs> Stupid bitch. Nah. I don't know if she's a bitch, but she's married to Joe Biden, so she can't be good. We had a big work thing over the weekend on Saturday. Oh, fuck. Actually, I won't even talk about that. I'll talk about... I had to go to the dentist on Saturday because, fuck, I cracked the filling the other weekend. I went my I went and took Erickson to go see Space Jam, the new Space Jam. We'll talk about that later. But... So, at the movie, I, like, cracked the filling on a fucking popcorn kernel. But it wasn't, like... I wasn't in any pain or so. I didn't feel like it was an emergency and I had this appointment scheduled for this past Saturday anyway, so I figured, fuck it, I'll just, I'll let them know, but I ain't trying to go in twice for the dentist, so just make it an addition to whatever the fuck was happening that day. But I went into the dentist, and it was, I mean, not that I've ever had a good experience at a dentist, but it felt like, like, I got to like, mercury, 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 must have been in retrograde or something because it felt like one thing after another just wasn't working out like I had to wait 30 minutes past my original scheduled time because my dentist got hung up with the previous fucking patient or whatever so that was the start I was already late and then it just seemed like they weren't together like they didn't have their shit together like they didn't have the things they needed things were different they weren't used to like the room they were in or something which it just kind of made me not feel confident and um it just felt weird like took longer than normal I had to go to a work thing like after which I told them is fine because I wasn't in a rush to get there but when you know you gotta be somewhere after even if I told my boss like I'll be there when I be there I'll get there when I get there like knowing that the time you kind of anticipated you would be there had come and gone it starts to make me feel nervous and like anxious and like just itching to get out of there but they weren't even done yet so I had to like deal with that and you know she they numbed me up to because they had to do some drilling to fix the cavity or fix the filling and like so she sticks me with the needles and then she starts and I'm feeling it still and like she sticks me some more and starts again and I still feel it and I'm just like bro what the fuck is going on and she's like Oh, it's weird. You know, sometimes it can work everywhere except, like, one spot. She's like, we'll figure the science out, goddammit. It's 2021. You're sticking me with needles over and over and over. But, you know, honestly, after the first one, when you're kind of numb, you can't feel shit. It's just when they hit a nerve in your tooth. Fuck. It, like, sends a shock down my whole fucking body. And my legs were, like, sweating. Like, they hit that nerve. And, like, I'd instantly get a layer of, like, cold sweat. It's fucking intense. But I kept telling them, like, 
Ugh, you gotta fucking give me more. I can feel that shit. And then, so they finally finish. And my back molar where I cracked the fucking filling. I can still feel it. It's rough. Like, I don't even know if they fixed it. So I'm gonna call them back today and see what's up. But it's like, I don't even want to go back again. Like, I'm gonna just fucking suck it up and deal with it until the next time I gotta go, which is like in January. I just tell them then, like, I've been dealing with this whole time and I haven't fucking done anything. But yeah, it's fucking annoying, man. And then I gotta go to work after that, like, numbed face. Can't fucking talk. I can't say F's. Like, every time I say, like, a word with the letter F, it, like, my lip flaps it. Like, it's just fucking, it was, ugh. I just wish I didn't have to go to the dentist or to work on a Saturday. But such is life when you drop the corporate 9 to 5 Monday through Friday and you opt for an hourly paying job that keeps crazy hours. There's no set anything. So, But it was actually good fun. I got to see a lot of Arkumu and all that shit. So... In person, which is nice. Fuck, we've been doing them remote and virtual. So it's good to actually see human beings. We had a fucking dentist. Yeah, it just felt like things were not happening the way they should. Like when I normally go there and how things normally run pretty smoothly. But, so yeah, fucking dentist. And then, so yeah, so the weekend before that... I took my son to see Space Jam. And I was a fan of the original Space Jam. It came out when I was a kid. So I wasn't 100% sure how LeBron James would, you know, match up next to the fucking Michael Jordan. And I will say, I don't think LeBron James is that great of an actor. But... For the nostalgia of it, which is, it wasn't really nostalgia because it's different and it's new, but for the fact that it was a Space Jam movie and Warner Brothers decided to throw in a fucking million Easter eggs, it made it actually really fun to watch and um, try to spock out all the different fucking characters. So they're throwing in all these different characters from all the Warner Brothers movies, you know, all the DC movies, all kinds of shit. So it's really cool. It reminded me of the movie Ready Player One. And if you like that and like seeing all the different characters at the big battle at the end, it's pretty similar in that sense where you watch in the background and you get to see fucking everybody. All right, I got to pass this motherfucker. Excuse me, it's so burpy this morning. And then, yeah, and, and all I want to do other than that all day, every day is just fucking relax and do nothing, which I can't. Because as I'm doing nothing, things that are supposed to be done are piling up, like the laundry, like fucking the dishes. But I didn't do any of that shit this weekend, and I feel fucking guilty because I was gone all Saturday. And the kids were gone on Sunday. They went with their grandpa. So I had the time. Oh, my God. This fucking... I got a printer in the back of my van. I can hear it slapping and clapping around when I'm driving on this bumpy road. But... Yeah, so I should have done more. 
I should have did more. I didn't do enough, I feel like. And that's what I mean by spiraling is like once I, I'm not doing something, then I start not doing other things. And that leads to not doing other things. And it's like a cycle of just fucking laziness. But I believe it was Humble the Poet. I don't know if you're aware or familiar with him. He's a, I don't know what the fuck I'd call him. I mean, he's like a motivational dude. He's an artist. He's a writer. He's an MC. He uh, is a podcaster. But Humble the Poet. And I remember a post he had one time, and it was like about doing nothing and all that shit. Kind of basically what I'm talking about and the cycle of doing nothing, feeling bad, doing nothing, doing, you know, feeling bad, doing nothing. And all you got to do is just do something. Just break that fucking cycle and do something, whatever it is, even if it's one simple task, just to get out of the not doing anything cycle. And I failed. I didn't do that shit this weekend. I fucking did nothing. No, I lie. I cleaned up a little bit of the toys, but even still, like, that didn't, that wasn't enough for me in the moment to break me out of the do nothing cycle. Fuck, as a man who fucking you know, enjoys a clean house and enjoys put away laundry and straightened up areas. I gotta say, man, like sometimes like I don't have that fucking energy to put in the effort to do it, but it still needs to be done. So you drag ass and you end up doing it. And a lot of times, that's when I'm, like, irritated that I'm the one that's got to do it. It's like, when I don't want to do it, and I still do it. So why why isn't anybody else doing this shit? You know? And I was thinking about that, like, in our living room, we have an area, which is, like, a section of toys for the kids. This whole little, like, little nook under the stairs. And... It's a constant battle of keeping that area clean. It reminds me of when I fucking worked at KB Toys when I was in high school. And it was just a constant fucking, like, what's the word? Like, just round round and round you go cleaning up the aisles because kids come in and fuck up all the displays and shit. So you're just... Going around and around and around, straightening boxes, doing that. That's how I feel about my kids' areas. Like, I'm constantly just straightening up the toys. And I'm thinking back, and when I was a kid, I didn't have a toy section in the living room. Like, what the fuck? I had my toys in my room. But the problem is, our kids have too much goddamn toys. You know? Like, we spoiled the fuck out of them, and we really need to do a donation again. Um... Usually around Christmas is when we go through toys and pull out stuff they're not playing with anymore and start, you know, boxing them up and bagging them up to give to whoever. But it's like we need to do that shit more often. And I think we need to do it to the extent where all their shit fits in their bedroom and that's their space. Because my living room is constantly in disarray due to the fact that toys are not put away. So, yeah, if you're hearing this, kids, clean your shit up. Daddy's sick of picking up after everybody. But he will continue to do it because that's what daddies do. And just 
complain and grumble about it as it's getting done. But I don't know at what point, like, I'm sure, like, my parents always cleaned up our messes. That's why I allow my kids to make me clean up my mess or make me clean up their mess. Yeah. Ah. The do-nothing cycle. That's what this episode is about. The fucking do-nothing cycle. How often do we fall into these cycles of do-nothing they're tempting actually sometimes I look at them as like little respites of like all the non-stop go 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 it's like everybody deserves a day to do nothing you know play hooky from work call in sick whatever the fuck lay in bed all day like everybody gets one of those but when the feeling of not doing something leads to you not doing more things which leads to more and more of not doing you know and I like this Taoist fucking quote that I use all the time which comes across maybe as laziness disguised as fucking being insightful but it really isn't and the quote goes the man who does nothing leaves nothing undone And if you're looking at that from the slacker philosophy standpoint, like, word up, if you never do anything, you'll never not accomplish it, which is great. But that's not what the fucking quote is about. The quote is talking about the amount of effort, the amount of, the right amount of attention and detail that goes into everything. And the master... And the man who does nothing, it's not that they're not doing anything, it's that they're doing it just to do it. They're not doing it to get some sort of reward or reaction. They're doing it simply for the sake of doing. And then in that sense, they're not doing anything. They're just being and doing. And in that way, nothing is ever left undone because what they're doing is exactly what needs to be done and when they're pow then it's pow and when the master's work is done the people say look we did it all by ourselves and that's how the master works unseen behind the scenes but yeah I really like that that's like one of my favorite quotes from the Tao Te Ching is the man who does nothing leaves nothing undone if you go check out one of my songs, I think it's in the one of the ones I, one of the ones I uploaded. I use that as a line in a, in a in a song I uh, recorded. Yeah, it goes. They tried to understand where I come from, but the man who does nothing leaves nothing undone. Oh, I don't even know what the fuck that means. But where am I going now? Okay, I need to get some fucking energy drinks for work oh wake up bumps all right i think that's fucking it for now how long has that been like 20 minutes all right yeah i'm gonna call it here and say that's a wrap on this episode fucking be sure to check out our sponsors the grow guru hawaii on instagram and oahu garden supply go check out kalei and get all the shit you need 
Go check out Bong of Pakalolo Seed Molokai for your seeds. And be sure to check out Retro Hawaii and audible.com backslash audible audible audibletrial.com backslash voices from the planet for 30 days free of audible.com and one free audiobook download tell them voices from the planet sent ya all right till next time hopefully it won't be another two weeks but yeah that's it love you guys peace the sun.